This is the Restaurant Technology Guys podcast, helping you run your restaurant better. Welcome back to the Restaurant Technology Guys podcast. Uh, as I say each and every time, we appreciate you guys spending uh, time with us each week when we talk about uh, the world of restaurants. And, and uh, today is no exception. We're excited to talk to Dwayne. Dwayne and I have been uh, been been uh, back and forth via email, rescheduled this this uh, recording. So I'm excited to finally let uh, the world know what Dwayne gets to do. So Dwayne, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Who is Dwayne? And then we'll talk a little bit about what Dwayne gets to do for a living. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, like you said, my name is Dwayne Waterman. I'm with Polar Leasing Company. Um, we rent uh, temporary cold storage units across the country. Wonderful. And Dwayne, I know you and I were talking a little bit about about it um, pre-show, but what it, what exactly does does that mean? You know, talk to me a little bit about what is temporary cold storage. You know, I think all of us have uh, you know all of us have refrigeration in our homes and in our restaurants, but uh, but you know, you guys have got some pretty unique applications that you guys have been helping uh, helping different brands and food service uh, deal with. And so, I'd love to talk a little bit. About, define what what that industry is and what it is that you guys do as far as uh, temporary cold storage. Uh, well, they're actual walk-in coolers. Uh, they're they basically sizes eight by ten and eight by twenty. Ground resting walk-in cooler freezers. Uh, they're dual temperature, electric powered, and they can be changed from a cooler to a freezer at will. That's incredible. So, talk to me a little bit about kind of the backstory. Talk to me. Where is Polar Leasing coming from? I know you guys are a Midwest-based company. You know, and again, you and I talked a little bit about that pre-show, but. Um, up until we got connected to be on the podcast, I was like, cold story, like, help me understand this. So wh- give me the backstory. Where's, where's this whole thing come from and, and why was it originated? And then I want to really talk about how you guys deliver and, and what uh, go-to-market looks like. Sure. Well, our company, our, our parent company is Polar King. Um, it was been around for about 30 years, um, designing the all fiberglass seamless cooler freezer unit. Um, and basically, it's the free up storage inside any building. They would build this unit outside of your structure, your facility, to free up the inside space for cooler freezer needs. Um, then they started to branch out and create, build smaller units. Um, and that's how Polar Leasing uh, came about not too many years ago. And we sort of branch off from there, and it's exploded. Anybody that's ever run a restaurant knows the craziness that happens during a meal period in a rush. One of our partners, Restaurant Technologies Total Oil Management Solution, is an end-to-end oil management system that delivers, filters, monitors, and recycles your cooking oil, taking one of the jobs that none of your team wants to do and takes it off your hands, allowing your team members to focus on their guest. Control the kitchen chaos with restaurant technologies and make your kitchen safer while maximizing your staff's time. The solution can be provided at no upfront cost. If you want to learn more, please check out rti-inc.com or call 888-796-4997. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it, again, and you and I were talking a little bit about it pre-show about kind of the use cases, but um, still super intrigued, I, I guess, about you know, so you've got cold storage inside, you get your walk-in freezers, you walk in, everybody that's been in a restaurant um, for any length of time has, has had to deal with, uh, you know, deal with that, the walk-in fridge, the walk-in freezer. 
Um, talk to me a little bit about kind of even what that process looks like, because it sounds like, I mean, it almost sounds too good to be true that I've got, you know, I've dealt with in the past, um, you know, dry storage, where, you know, you throw a trailer out back and, and you can throw dry storage in there. But I've never even considered the fact that you guys have the ability to do something like that. So talk me through even kind of what that process is for those that, that are that are struggling or get stuck in a, in a circumstance where they may need additional um, storage space and, you know, in the cold storage area. Actually, it's very similar uh, to when you'd order a dry storage unit, you'd order a, a container um, and they drop it to where you need it on your property for that need. It's the same kind of concept. Um, it will need to be hardwired to your electric panel or generator uh, for power, um, but it is a simple connection and it's just basically uh, you'd contact us and we deliver it basically anywhere that's firmer level. So we would drop it anywhere on your property <laughs> Um, that has a firm level surface and that can be connected to a power source. That's, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a very, again, unique value prop, um, you know, that you guys can do this and, and talk to me a little bit about what the, I guess, you know, it sounds like it's a, it's an industry that's been around for a little bit, but this is something that you guys have kind of started. Where are some of the, the things that you guys are finding the best use cases for, for these circumstances? Like, you know, and again, you and I talked about it in restaurants. Um, and again, uh, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll do a, a quick little plug. There's a restaurant in our town that does quite a bit of um, food for the less fortunate around the holidays. And they all do you know, turkey giveaways at, at Thanksgiving. It happens to be a barbecue place here in town. And they, they put a cold storage unit because they needed to bring in hundreds of these turkeys. And then they put in a warm storage unit to, to mm-hmm. store those things and, and hold on to them prior to delivering them to the homeless that are, were in town. Is that, is that a kind of a, a unique business case or is that kind of su- super common in your world? Is that stuff that, that you see happening kind of on a regular basis? It's actually very common. Uh, it's becoming more common each year. Uh, but we rent to a lot of food pantries across the country for that exact need, uh, mostly during the holidays to store turkeys and hams, as you have stated, or other products um, for the less fortunate or churches or, like I said, food pantries that uh, hand out food. So, Got you. Got you. Um, so you, you talk about getting um, <clears throat> in your description, Dwayne, you talked about um, being able to run these things off a generator and or hard mm-hmm. wiring. Talk to me a little bit about what that process looks like and what the what the electrical needs are, because um, really where I want to try and steer this conversation is if somebody's at a place where they're like, oh, this sounds great. Now, how do I get how do I get into a circumstance where I, I, I realize, oh, crap. I bit off more than I can chew and I don't know what I'm doing. So talk me through kind of what those needs are and what the assessment is that you guys have to do as you guys are starting to engage with people that are, that are looking for this type of solution. Well, our units are not plug and play per se. It does not come with any cord. It sounds complicated, but it's a very simple hardwire connection. Um, We recommend an electrician to provide that cord and they use a connected unit. Very few problems to connect and disconnect the units when needed. Um, It runs on a 220, 30 amp single phase. Um, which accommodates a lot of different uh, of the industry. Um, a lot of the larger units, the 40 and 53 foot uh, trailers per se, require a, a lot higher voltage. Um, so it, it makes it uh, a little bit more, not as cost efficient uh, when, you're, when you need a, a temporary unit. Our unit is uh, less voltage, or requires less voltage for connections. So it's, it's a lot of easier connections, it's a lot cheaper because of the time and the cord used. So it's yeah, makes it makes it a better value proposition. <clears throat> right. I'm going to pivot just to uh, actually no, I'm going to stay on this thread real quick, Dwayne. 
Where you talk about a level service, how level does it need to be? I'm on a construction site. I'm in a disaster area. I'm, you know, I'm out and I'm I'm a restaurant. I'm a church that wants to go put it on the back lot, you know, to be able to go go um, feed the less fortunate throughout the holidays. What does that need to look like? What you know, kind of talk to me about the size requirements, the you know, even the the surrounding areas and all of that, and how how level does it really need to be for those that are, you know, I'm doing air quotes for those that are on audio only. Right. Well, it needs to be as level as possible for the unit to work correctly. Uh, the, the air unit, uh, the compressor and the condenser for the uh, cooler freezer um, should be as level as possible. However, it can be placed on gravel ground, like you said, for disaster areas, emergency need. Um, shims can be used um, if there is if it's too much of an incline or decline. And uh, as long as it's safely to enter in and out, uh, we do that all the time. We recommend and help our customers that have may have a, a slight incline uh, to use shims uh, so it's safely placed. So in that, I'm assuming you can't just go order one online and have uh, FedEx deliver these things because they're they're probably pretty big. Talk to me a little bit about what, what that process looks like. Like walk me through, I call Dwayne, I get a hold of Dwayne and I want one of these units and I need it for 60 days on my mm-hmm. lot. Um, what does that process look like from the time I engage with your team till the time that I get a unit delivered, um, you know, walk me through that whole process for, for those that are intrigued about, uh, about how this may work. Sure. Um, normal lead time, uh, depending on the circumstances is one to three business days. Uh, from the time we start talking to that, we have something delivered to your locations, one to three days, depending Holy on the location. Smokes. That's insane. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. The longer distances may take a, a little bit longer and depending on how long the contract and payment process, which is very simple, we try to make it as simple as possible. Uh, everything's basically digital. Uh, so once you place your order, we go through a few steps. We place the order with our third-party freight partners, which are depots that house our units. We have over 95 across the country that once they get the order, they would deliver the unit and place it where your customer would need it and then return and pick it up. These depots house and take care of or basically clean and deliver and pick those units up for us. That's pretty incredible. And what's the, I mean, as far as minimum times, I mean, do people use them for a week? You know, is this something that, you know, I'm, I've got some work getting done on my, on my walk-in and I don't want the food to spoil um, I can go rent one for a week. It obviously is going to mm-hmm. cost me some money and some time and some energy. Um, but you know, I guess what's the minimum amounts of time that people can use these units for? The minimal rental period we offer right now is one week. Okay. Okay. We, and if they need it less than that for a special event, we can pick that up earlier, but that is our lowest rate that we offer is one week. Uh, our rates, we can rent up to one and two years or even longer. The longer you rent, the cheaper it is per month. So we offer a discount on that fact. That's pretty. Uh, I mean, it's kind of cool. And again, I'm just thinking of some of the use cases from the re- some of the restaurant brands that are out there. Um, <clears throat> talk talk me through any kind of special occasions, because again, we get these phone calls from some of our brands where they're like, I, I had a brand recently that was opening uh, a pop up at the F1 Formula One race that was in Vegas a couple of a couple of months ago, and they wanted a full you know 20 terminal POS system for two weeks. Um, are those circumstances that you guys run into where they're they're doing county fairs or they're doing, you know, these different venues or is it is it primarily on a on an actual property? No, we do many of those events. In fact, we were there at the F one in okay. Vegas. I had uh, did you get a chance to go? Many units. I I don't get to go, but I de- <laughs> I definitely ordered units for that location okay. for a couple of couple of vendors that ordered those. 
So that's how easy they can be placed in, in and out of something like that. But we, we, we rent to uh, special events like that, like fairs, festivals, um, yearly um, events for uh, any kind of organization rely on us for a short-term um, cold storage as an option. I love it. So. <clears throat> I love it. I'm going to pivot a little bit, Dwayne. Talk to me a little bit about it. You talked about the fact that you guys have got both a, a unit that can both freeze and just do regular refrigeration. Uh, mm-hmm. That sounds like some pretty crazy tech. I, I, I guess uh, I've never considered my home freezer or my home fridge changing the temperatures that drastically because they, they seem like there's a pretty big disparity between the, uh, the temperature differences. And I mean, while the tech probably sounds the same, I, I didn't realize that that was even something that was possible. And now you put it into a temporary storage unit that you can place somewhere. Talk to me a little bit about what that looks like. Okay, well, we do have separate coolers and freezers. The majority of our rental fleet, though, are dual temps. They're DT units. Uh, the 810 and 820 are dual temperature. Once they're connected to the power, uh, you just switch it to either a cooler or a freezer and then dial your desired temperature. Um, you would do the same thing by switching for that. Uh, there's, it's just that simple for our customer, The uh, how we have each unit set up for those DTs. That's interesting. I mean, again, I didn't even realize that that was a thing. Um, mm-hmm. I know in the world of refrigeration and in the world of really cooling, um, IoT has become a big deal. Um, talk to me a little bit about how that may play into, you know, temperature monitoring in these in these temporary units. Because, uh, again, do you guys have anything related to that? Because I, I do find that clients are trying to figure out, is the chicken stored at the proper temperature? And if not, right. then what does that look like? Can you educate some of our listeners on on what and what that world looks like and how you guys might uh, might help solve for that? Uh, we do have um, a monitoring system that we have on most of our units, if not all of our newer units, for sure. Uh, it's not a service we offer to customers at this time. We're still working out um, uh, some bugs here and there to possibly um, offer that in the future. Uh, right now, we have a monitoring service for our service, uh, our service department um, that we rely on basically keeping track or checking those units once service is ordered, if it's ordered. I mean, so it's not something that comes with when you order okay, we're going to monitor it 24-7 for you. Um, we rely on our, our product. It is, a, it is a good product. And if anything would go wrong, we offer 24-7 service to get a tech there to work on it as soon as possible. So hopefully no product is lost. Yeah, it's a, I'm, and again, I'm still blown away with the fact that you guys are one to three days to get a unit delivered. That's mm-hmm. uh, That seems like a very, uh, just an interesting approach. Um what are some of the things that people don't think about as it relates to this world, Dwayne? Like, what what is what precludes people from doing this? Because up until we got it <clears throat> got introduced, I didn't even know that something like this existed. I guess I probably should have known. But what? Why? Why do you think that? Um, why do you think? I mean, you've, you've talked about the growth that you guys have had, and I've, I, I love hearing that story. And at the same time, it sounds like there's a, this is an unknown quantity that that uh, that we need to get out to the world to let people know that this exists so that they can start to think about some of those different unique cases that uh, that they could be using them for, but they just didn't even know that it was a, an option. Right. Well, uh, prior to this, I mean, there there's there are temporary uh, boxes out there that you can rent that are large tractor trailer types uh, that can be accessed through ramps. Uh, this makes it easier because they're ground they're ground resting. People can, you know, customers can walk in and out. It's a safety. Um, there are there are seamless boxes. Uh, so we revolutionized the uh, the industry with the fiberglass, fully fiberglass, uh, seamless uh, construction. Uh, so that has changed that. 
the the issues that that come up from time to time are electrical. Um, now it's a simple electrical connection, and it's usually pretty cost efficient, mostly in the operation. Um, your operation costs are a lot cheaper than using a gas powered. Yeah, um, the a older lot quieter, styles probably are, too. A lot quieter uh, in, in that environment because I've been at places where generators running outside. You're like, can you please turn that thing off because it's making it miserable in here. Right, and, and for special events, they have to use generators depending on if they're out in fields or you know for fairs and stuff. But for the aspect of for the electrical operation, um, it's more cost efficient for uh, per month. It's also quieter um, and it's a lot safer to enter. So we've changed that aspect instead of having um, you know going from the gas powered units that are out there. We tried to give them a, a better, safer option. And that aren't sitting on this trailer and all, all that entails with that. Are you at liberty to talk about any of your success stories for restaurants? I love hearing success stories from people, you know, um, if you know of anybody that uh, that might be, you could tell the story even of the F1 thing, because that'd be cool for people to hear. But uh, do you have anybody that, that, that you think uh, has used these in a unique way in restaurants that uh, that might help, I guess, spark some interest in some of our restaurant brands that are sitting here listening, going, I didn't realize that was something that somebody might be able to do. I know I'm I know well, I'm jumping this at you right in the middle, but uh, but I figured uh, I figured it would be good for here people to hear one or two uh, really good success stories that you've you've got, Dwayne. Well, uh, there's I'm not sure about success stories, but there's there's numerous companies out there, organizations that rely on us uh, uh, for um, major sports events like the PGA. Uh, there's a mobile kit, a lot of mobile kitchen companies out there that um, are spread across the United States that, that rely on us for temporary cold storage to go with their mobile kitchens. Uh, they sometimes have coolers, but they, also, they always need more, and they rely on us uh, to basically follow them for their renovations or new construction builds or special events. I love it. I love it. What did we miss in today's conversation, Dwayne, about kind of what Polar does? I mean, I, I love the idea of, uh, and, and again, I'm, I encourage our listeners to think about the different use cases that they could have, because as Dwayne said, they, they've got, you know, leases as, as short as a week and as long as a couple of years, depending upon what your bu- business need is. But what else did we miss in our conversation that we should uh, should have let our listeners know uh, know that are options out there that you guys, uh, you guys are thinking about doing that, that solve some real problems? One of the biggest uh, pros um, compared to other companies, other types of construction is our is our seamless construction, our our fiberglass. It basically holds the cold in longer. It releases less air. So your operating costs will be a lot cheaper than many other many other types of units. Uh, so that's that's probably one of the most important things people um, ask about is how efficient is this? And am I going to be spending a lot of money on keeping the upkeep on it? Mm-hmm. Um, we pro- with the 24-7 service and the seamless and quiet operation of the unit, it, it really has become an asset for a lot of different businesses. Yeah, and uh, I, I can imagine that uh, that idea because, uh, well, and, it, and it's again, it's still so interesting to me the more I get people that are doing equipment online the amount of tech that goes into these things and just how, you know, I mean, refrigeration has been around for a number of years, but the innovations that go into these things to really help people to make their business better and to really give them opportunities to, 
to operate in different ways that they couldn't before is uh, is always really, really, really cool. So, Dwayne, how do people get in touch to learn more? Is it just jump on the website? Do they uh, contact you? Talk to me a little bit about more more about what uh, engagement might look like. And and as you said, it's uh, you guys try to make it as seamless as possible. And so, how how should uh, our listeners, if they're interested, uh, engage with you and uh, and uh, learn more about what uh, Polar Leasing is doing? Okay. Well, we have a very good website. Uh, go to www.polarleasing.com and anybody can help you from there. Um, it shows you a, a, a good interface to contact somebody either via text or email. It actually shows how the units are powered, delivered, and uh, how they're basically constructed. And you can basically get a hold of us anywhere in the world with that. Um, also, Polar King, our sister company, you can also visit them at the same uh, address. It has a link on there. I love it. And to our listeners, guys, as I said at the onset, I know you guys have got lots of choices, so we appreciate you guys spending time. Dwayne, thank you so much for sharing a little bit about uh, the idea of what you guys are doing. I love, uh, I love hearing about innovative stories and innovative companies that, have, uh, that are really changing the landscape of what it is that we do uh, in restaurants and restaurant tech. So thank you for jumping on. If you guys haven't already mm-hmm. subscribed, go ahead and subscribe to the newsletter once a month. You'll get an email with all of the content that we delivered throughout the month. Um, to our listeners, make it a great day. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Restaurant Technology Guys podcast. Visit restauranttechnologyguys.com for tips, industry insights, and more to help you run your restaurant better.